It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pika Stanis. This is episode 205, season 9. Today's date is March 14th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, uh, two things I will talk about. Uh, first, I will talk about the Kinetic Playground Nightclub in Chicago. This is a very interesting topic. Had a very uh, short-lived life. <laughs> That was located in the uptown neighborhood of Chicago. Also, today is National Pie Day. <laughs> Not P-I-E, P-I. Also in Greek, uh, which I am, is P. <laughs> and uh, I will talk about uh, pies, uh, memories of eating pies, and uh, restaurants and brands that I remember all throughout my life. This will be a lot of fun. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Flushman's Margarine. And uh, this is a commercial from 1967. So sit back, uh, kick your shoes off, and relax. And I'll be right back after this commercial. Thank you. From the goodness of gold and corn comes delicious Fleischmann's Margarine. Fleischmann's, so low in saturated fat because Fleischmann's is made from 100% corn oil, with almost a cup of liquid corn oil in every pound. Fleischmann's can help lower saturated fat in your diet, as many doctors advise for young and old. Tastes delicious too, because it's made from 100% corn oil. Fleischmann's, so low in saturated fat. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Fleischmann's margarine. This came out in 1967. This product is still around, uh, as other margarines that flooded the uh, TV way, uh, you know, TV waves of commercialism, uh, like for example, Parquet, Blue Bonnet, uh, Imperial Margarine. Uh, uh, this product, like I said, is still around. Uh, this was founded by uh, a, a man named Charles Louis Flushman. He was a Hungarian-American businessman. And uh, let's see, uh, about him, he was, uh, let's see, let me find it. He was born in uh, somewhere uh, somewhere in the Bohemian area like that. I, I'm not sure. Let's see, what's that? Uh, yeah, it's like a Bohemian, you know, the, you know, the country's changed so much over the years in its history like that. And uh, so him and his brother founded this company. Also, it's not famous for its margarine. It's famous for their yeast, you know. And uh, I believe it's still around. And uh, the earliest memories of uh, Fleshman's margarine was, uh, you know, they showed it on commercials. Uh, one, I mentioned this story. I believe I mentioned this story once on a, previous podcast. Uh, one time on Bozo Circus, 
Bozo the Clown and Cookie and Cookie the Clown were going through some junk. And uh, they found this crown. And uh, Bozo said, you know, here's something you could use for Fleshman's margarine. <laughs> Got the wrong margarine. It was for Imperial. You remember the commercials where, uh, for Imperial, you would take a bite of a piece of bread with butter, with the margarine on top? And a, a crown pops on your head. So I think Bozo got the two uh, margarines mixed up. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, believe it or not, my mother still uses this uh, margarine. She does it for baking and uh, recently. And she says it's a good product. You know, it's it's better than butter. And she's right. It is tastier. It's, I can't tell the difference between butter and that. It's good. Health-wise, it's important. You know, I understand that. So she still bakes to this day, you know. And then Easter's coming up, and then she'll bake the Greek cookies. Uh, looking forward to that. That's about next month. Okay. Uh, before I get started with the show, I'll, I'll mention one thing. Uh, the, I spoke to a nurse uh, from the pharmacy where I get my medications, and I, I asked her and I asked her a couple of questions about my. Um, the medications I take for the Xtandi and the Orgovix, I still get side effects a little bit. Uh, still a little fatigue. Not as bad as the past couple of months. It's, I started taking the medication December 23rd or something like that. But it has subsided and the Orgovix, uh, that, that's sort of passing away. Uh, she said it'll improve. It'll take time, really. And... Uh, she asked me if I had any pain. I said, not really. No, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I, I, I like to do some physical activity, like walking. I haven't done much walking. Well, it's been cold lately. And uh, so hopefully when the weather warms up a bit, hopefully soon, uh, I resume my walking. That's, I enjoy doing that. And uh, I will see my regular doctor a week from today. Hopefully, I'll do, I don't know if I'll do a podcast on that day. Uh, we'll see. It depends on timing. And uh, then I'll see my urologist on April 18th. So I have to take a blood test, you know, the PSA. I've mentioned this many times. See if it's work, this extend is working. And if the PSA goes down, I am so happy. If it doesn't, uh, I'll be disappointed. So uh, they gave me good options. They'll try other medications. So that's good. I hope so. Oh, I pray to God. I hope so. Okay. I'm with the show. Right uh, in the beginning of the program, I mentioned I will talk about the Kinetic Playground Nightclub in Chicago, and I will talk about National Pie Day, about memories of eating pie, uh, also places I ate pie that no longer exists, or like some sort of brand uh, pie brands in Chicago. Okay, so right now I'm going to talk about, of course, the Kinetic Playground Nightclub. Had a very interesting history. So here we go. Uh, this club was located at 4812 North Clark Street on the northwest corner of Clark Street and Lawrence Avenue, I believe, uh, by a man named Aaron Russo. Now, Aaron Russo was a uh, businessman, film producer, director, and political activist. And he produced a lot of uh, Famous movies, like, for example, Trading Places, you know, that starred uh, Dan Aykroyd and 
uh, Eddie Murphy. Also, Wise Guys. Remember that movie? Uh, that was with uh, Danny DeVito and Joe Piscopo in the 80s. Also, The Rose that starred Bette Midler. And uh, let's see what else. So, uh, let's see who else. He, he played other movies he uh, produced. Was uh, Teachers from 1984. There was Partners from 1982. That started uh, Ryan O'Neill and, and John Hurt. Uh, there was also Rude Awakening from 1989. Okay, and uh, another, uh, there was a, a movie called Off and Running that starred uh, Cindy Lauper, the singer. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. It's kind of bizarre. Like that. And uh, so he was mostly involved with uh, Bette Midler. And unfortunately, he passed away August 24th, 2007, of cancer. Okay. And uh, so he opened that club on April 3rd, 1968. But it was known as the Electric Theater. And uh, the building was, this, uh, was first built in 1928. And it was like a dance hall. It had a... Uh, at an ice skating rink, a roller rink, also known as Rainbow Gardens. Now, that's a separate subject I'll talk about someday. And, uh, but that name was short-lived and because there was, there was a place called the Electric Circus in New York City. And that was an, also a nightclub as well. And they threatened to sue. So, uh, uh, Aaron Russo, well, what was he going to do? He, he changed the name. He didn't want to, to avoid a lawsuit. He didn't want to do that. I go, no, 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 no. Okay, so uh, he changed the name. But there were some flyers and posters that said uh, the Electric Theater. And then later on, it turned into the uh, Kinect, what, Playground. I don't know where he got the name. I don't know. And uh, there were some great acts. That perform famous rock bands like, for example, The Doors, the J Jimi Hendrix, Pink Floyd, uh, The Who, Janis jo uh, Joplin, The Birds, uh, The Grief of Dead, Joe Cocker, uh, Eric Burden. I don't know what the animals. Uh, I know Jeff Beck, who just the group, he just died recently. Also, The Small Faces. I think it's uh, with. Uh, Maybe Rod Stewart was part of the band at the time. I probably, I would imagine. And uh, Jessel Tull, Deep Purple, Aaron Butterfly, Fleetwood Mac performed there, uh, Vanilla Fudge, uh, Muddy Waters, and uh, of course, Jefferson Airplane. And of course, last but not least, Led Zeppelin. Oh, that's, uh, they performed in, they performed seven, excuse me, seven times there. And uh, that, I think it was about the time their first album was released. And then it just, once they performed there, they were on their way to stardom, I believe. Or it was a couple of years later, but no, I, I believe it was that. So that I'm sure a lot of people in Chicago remembered seeing them perform at that time. Oh. And then 
Later on, they perform at the Chicago Stadium in the 70s, like that. And then, you know, their albums are classics. Their songs are classics. And I I love them. I love their songs. And they're still great, even today. You know, they're they're great songs. Also, the interior of the venue um, was featured in the 1969 movie Medium Cool. I never, I think I've seen this movie in clips uh, not the whole thing and uh and they filmed it uh like i said in the interior of the place and it was during the 1968 democratic convention now this convention was held at the conrad hilton hotel where my father worked and uh, that was a tense time you know there was protests uh at grand park and it was a mess my i asked my father one day i go what was going on? He goes, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, he was busy and he didn't pay attention to it. But uh, I had exp- then he watched on the news and I, and I said, Dad, this is what's going on. I had talked Greek to him. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> he was so oblivious what happened. He was so- it was funny. And uh, so they filmed that. Someday I'll watch this show. But then, um, uh, during during uh, in November of 1969, there was uh, three groups that booked a three night gig. There was Iron Butterfly, Poco, and King Crimson. But there was a small fire, and uh, they had to cancel. And uh, then it, then it reopened. And uh, unfortunately, the place closed in. June of 1973, uh, because of also there was uh, something with the coding, you know, like the code uh, issues, you know, inspecting, and also uh, the neighbors were complaining of the, you know, like uh, when concert girls going, you know, they were drinking, they were smoking dope, or like there was nudity, probably, I hope not, <laughs> or, you know, kind of bad behavior. Like that, they plan to reopen it, uh, called the Emerald Isle Discotheque. No, but it never happened. No, but the Rainbow uh, Gardens, uh, roller sk- ro- um, the roller skating rink, and the ice ice skating rink uh, that remained. And uh, I'm not sure when exactly that uh, closed. But then uh, I'll talk. Like I said, I'll talk about that another time. And then in. 2003, the the building was demolished, and it's now uh, condos. So I took a look at Google, uh, like Google Maps, Google Earth. Well, Google Maps, I saw it, and it looked very nice, but there, you know, it looks very bizarre because that's where the kinetic playground was. <laughs> a funny thing was there was a place that had the same name, that was not associated with the kinetic playground that was located uh at 1113 west lawrence uh not too far from that but that was uh like i said not associated at all no so but this is the original and uh, a lot of i've seen a lot of posters on ebay uh photos um, that uh performers uh you know that performed like for example, you know, Led Zeppelin, The Who, and all that. They're, they're scattered all over the internet. You could just do a search and you can find it. 
But that was a very memorable place for most people that grew up in the late, uh, like in the late 60s and the early 70s during the hippie era. You know, sounded like fun. It really does. It really did. Excuse me. Okay. All right. So uh, the second subject I will talk about right now is National Pie Day. And uh, National Pie Day is... uh, doesn't really have to do with pies. You know. This is the uh, mathematical constant, the, the, the letter. In Greek, it's P. And it's uh, the numbers start with 3.14, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, like that. And uh, I don't know how this started. You know, how, how was it observed like that? And... Uh, so it's been recently like that, you know. And uh, so to me, when I was growing up, the, the letter P was in the Greek alphabet. And I learned that, I first learned that in first grade at Korea's elementary school, you know. I still can recite the alphabet, thank goodness for that. And uh, so as for the pies, uh, some, you know, everyone has a favorite pie. Uh, my favorite is uh, lemon meringue. I like lemon, lemon meringue, uh, coconut cream. I love apple. You know, fruit pies, they're okay. You know, I do like, I like cherry over apple. I really do. Peach, no, <laughs> not really. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, so those are the pies. Of course, the most famous uh, pie restaurant that we have in Chicago was Poppin' Fresh Pies, renamed Baker Square. Now, Baker Square, uh, they were abundant all over the Chicagoland area, and of course in the Midwest, and they were found in Minnesota. Uh, As the years went on, uh, they they were closing locations, and there were only three locations left. There was, there's one in Woodridge, uh, Illinois. This one I went about a few months ago. Uh, I was in the area one day and I, I had to go because I had a craving for French silk. That's what's famous. Oh, I love French silk. You can get French silk pie at Famous Dave's Barbecue, which I've been told. You can get that. Also, the second location is at the Harlem Forster Shopping Center. That's at uh, in Chicago on Harlem Avenue and Foster Avenue on the corner. Uh, that shopping center has been there for a long time. That's uh, I talked about this last week where Turnstile, a family center store, opened. Also, uh, the third one is in Indiana at the Sherville, uh, in Sherville, Indiana, at the Crossroads Shopping Center. So you have three locations. You know, it's kind of the, the closest one to me is Woodridge. You know. I could go to Indiana if I want to, but I got to take the tri-state and, you know, that's kind of far, <laughs> but I have a craving for it. So uh, they've been, uh, Baker Square has been bought by other corporations and all that. And uh, they had the, I think they filed Chapter 11 about 2020, three years ago. And they closed about uh, over 30 locations. And uh, maybe it'll come back. I'm praying. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for that. 
So uh, right now I'm going to play a commercial for Poppin' Fresh. This is from 1982. When I come back, I'll talk about uh, other pies in restaurants. Okay, so uh, just sit back and relax, everyone. Thank you. At Poppin' Fresh, our pies are legendary, but we know that man does not live on pie alone. Pop, 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 Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial from 1982 for Poppin' Fresh Pies. You know, they did the pop, pop, pop. <laughs> That's funny. I remember this one. Okay, as for other pies, uh, brands like that, there was also uh, a brand called, uh, named Lloyd J. Harris. I don't know much about this uh, pie company. I believe it's from Wisconsin. Uh, I should do... I'll do more research on that uh, someday on a podcast episode, but I do remember this brand and in uh, the you found this pie not in restaurants, maybe you did. I'm not sure. Probably mostly in grocery stores, like for example, Jewel, Dominic's, Hilo Foods, probably uh, National Foods. Uh, you know. I think mostly the two, like the ones that are, they were big at the time, Jewel and Dominic's. And uh, I don't know if my mother ever bought one. I don't, I don't recall. No, but uh, they heard, I heard it was good. And uh, I know they did pie delivery. So I assume they did deliver at restaurants and stores as well. And it's probably named by this man. Sometimes his name was spelled with two S's or just one S. It depends. Also, there was uh, the House of Pies. Now, this one, uh, this was founded in 1969 in Houston, but they expanded uh, through Los Angeles and also in Chicago. And uh, there were a few uh, House of Pies restaurants uh, in the area, Chicago, that is. Uh, according to some ads, uh, one was in uh, Oak Park, uh, bordered by River Forest near, uh, like that on Harlem Avenue. Also in Elmhurst and Park Ridge. And uh, I remember seeing this when I was little. I, maybe in an ad, uh, ad on TV or from a newspaper. I, I never went there. And I don't know how long it was in the Chicagoland area. No idea. And, uh, but it, it expanded to... Uh, in Houston and L.A. And uh, some are still around like that. And uh, from according to some people, when I posted uh, on my Facebook page uh, for House of Pies, they remembered the place and they loved it. They enjoyed the pies. They really did. I don't know about the food. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But they had all kinds of flavors, of course. Okay, and then another one was, uh, here's an obscure place. It's called, uh, let me try that name. It was uh, Case Moody Pies. This was found in uh, 
the right near uh, Comiskey Park, where it's a uh, guaranteed field, right, where the, uh, the White Sox play. And uh, it was like in the early days, like the early 20th century. And, uh, and then uh, it was located on, um, like on the west side, like 1807 West Walnut Street. I got a website like that. And uh, like I said, a lot of people wouldn't, today wouldn't remember it if you're much older, uh, probably people older than me. I guess they were good uh, if they're like that. And uh, you can still find, find pint, uh, Pythons on eBay, if you like, if you're a collector. You know, from what I know, is uh, it's probably very good, but uh, I don't want to go into more detail because it very it has a very interesting history of that as well. Of course, uh, another pie company was Pies by Fasano. Okay, and uh, that was a uh, had uh, that was founded in Chicago a long, long time ago. And that uh, was that was found uh, in 1946 by a man named Joseph Fasano Sr. And he used to sell pies off a horse-drawn wagon, well, of course. <laughs> and then it expanded, and uh, I think the company um, headquarters was in um, like around 65th Street and west of Cicero, around that area. Right, right near uh, Midway Airport. And then, you know, the, the company grew, then they got trucks and they did deliveries, mostly they did, uh, to restaurants. And uh, I remember at the restaurant where my mom, my mom worked um, during the 70s, uh, she said that there was a Fasano delivery truck, you know, like that. And they deliver pies. Also, they were found in supermarkets, for example, in Jewel and Dominic's, you know. And then they stopped. I don't know when exactly. I don't know. And then, uh, and then it returned. And uh, let's see. Let's, let's see what it returned. Be right there. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, it, it returned after a 25-year absence. And uh, now it's made by Peter Fasano, uh, Joseph's grandson. Uh, he opened a store somewhere in LaGrange. I think it's closed, but they, he still makes them. And he still makes the rounds and uh, he sells them. I believe he sells them off a truck, just like his grandfather, you know, with the horse and wagon. And he does sell them by Brother Rice High School. That's on the southwest side of Chicago. You know, the borders of uh, Oakland, right over there. Uh, my brother, my younger brother went to that school. And, uh, you know, so that's great. It's wonderful. I have spoken to him. He has a Facebook page. Uh, you can order if you'd like. And, uh, or you can order online if, if you like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he still has the flavors, you know. For example, like uh, let's see what he has. He has uh, apple, Dutch apple, cherry, cherry streusel, blueberry, blueberry streusel, pumpkin, and pecan. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm sure they're delicious. I I think so. So that's great. He's carrying on the tradition 
like he did with his grandfather and probably his dad, you know. And uh, I have talked to him on Facebook. Very nice guy. Very nice guy indeed. So I hope he, I continue a lot of success. I wish him a lot of luck of doing that. You know, and I remember pie brands in the stores, like, for example, Banquet, Morton's. Uh, there was uh, Chef Pie or something. I forgot the name of it. You know, uh, La Pierre Shot. I, I don't remember that. Uh, there was There's Mrs. Smith Pies. I think it's still around. And, uh, of course, there's Marie Callender's. Uh, my brother who lives in California tells me there are restaurants that are Marie calendars that are like Baker square. It's like that. And I asked him, is it, do they have French silk? Do we have, uh, you know, that's similar to, uh, you know, pop and fries, a Baker square. He goes in a way. Yeah, it is. But they're mostly on the West coast. Uh, I don't know about anywhere else. I think just mainly there. He went one time and he told me it was great. You know, it really was. But you can find Marie Callender's in Chicago, in the supermarkets. Uh, my mom has bought a couple of times. Uh, one time she bought uh, lemon meringue. It was delicious. That was very good. I want the, uh, the, the they had the coconut cream. Oh, look, sinful. Well, <laughs> got to watch those calories. But yeah, she bought uh, the lemon meringue or lemon cream. Mm, very good very good indeed you know so uh i guess a lot of people love pies and that's why we celebrate national pie day today <laughs> okay so i guess that's it for this program i'll do a recap of what i discussed i talked about the kinetic playground nightclub in chicago also talk about national pie day which is today and uh now it's making me hungry <laughs> I'll be all right at that. So, uh, so this uh, program will, this podcast, excuse me, this podcast will be uh, published uh, later on today, um, wherever podcasts are available: uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, also uh, uh, Breaker. And uh, also it'll be on my YouTube channel of the same name, Van Chicago Land Stories. I will uh, use the, once the video is ready and it's uploaded, I'll share it on my social media accounts, uh, like Facebook, Twitter, and uh, also my blog, VanishChicagoLand.blog, so you can listen as well. And uh, I hope the, everyone will have a good day listening to that. <laughs> Okay, so this is Pete Costanz, your host of Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Uh, I had a wonderful time. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I hope everyone have a good uh, day. And uh, I will do another podcast uh, this weekend. All right. So here's bye-bye for me. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone. Take care, everyone. Excuse me. And so long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.